Ah, uh, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marian Barnett, your host. We each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. A lot of things going on, a lot of things to talk about. Things I want you to hear, and I want to hear your opinions on them. Uh, it's a sad situation going on. Uh, down at the border, Texas border, Texas-Mexico border. Well, it's across the border. Really, it's in Texas. It's in America. Uh, we have some 12,000, 13,000 people from Haiti uh, that's trying to get into the United States of America. Well, quite naturally, you're going to have resistance from your dear beloved governor and uh, and then your president says he's going to send maybe 11, 12 planes that's going to take them jumbo jets back to Haiti. I have some problems with that. I'm going to tell you why. Haiti has some skin in America. Oh, yes. If it was not for Toussaint Overture, the general, the head of Haiti, during the law, the time when France had took over part of America, which is basically uh, that, that, that part of America that was a part of the Louisiana Purchase, and he was taking over Haiti, and he was doing his slavery in Haiti, and in America, this was a war between France and America. Well, the little famous short general from France was defeated by Toussaint Overture and kicked out of America and Haiti. Yes. And when I see what's going on, how those who are in New Orleans, uh, those in Louisiana and other, other Arkansas or Kansas, whatever you want to call those areas, they'd be speaking French today if it was not for the Haitian leader to St. Overture. Now we are, are, are really, really, trying to turn our backs on them. Now, black people don't get it mixed up. The reason why they don't want Haitians here is because Haitians has a victory over European countries. A European country, one of the main ones, others were afraid to attack them because they knew how to defend themselves and not only defend themselves, they would strike out against them whenever they tried to overtake them. The Haitian people are a brilliant people. They're just being ostracized by the rest of the world. The reason why it's so poor, those countries are making sure that the world never rise up and be like the Haitians, like black people are all over the world. They don't want them to rise up and be like Haitians. Whites, 
don't want that. Europeans don't want that because these are liberated-minded people. They think, black people, I'm going to tell you in America, they don't think they're much of us. They think we all have slave mentalities and that we would take anything Europeans put on us and just grin and bear it. They don't do that. They came to America hoping to reap the benefits that they have done in America. What have those that they're bringing in right now, so many in from Afghanistan, what have they done for America? But they're getting a free ride here. A lot of Hispanics come here and gotten free rides here. But they did have some land that was taken from them. But they, they came into, but they had taken that land from the Tejas Indians and white settlers. So they, that's debatable on that. But Haiti defeated the most popular of all French generals, Napoleon Bonaparte. That's who he defeated him not only once, but twice for America. This is something people we need to look at. We need to be letting our Congress people and our senators and the president know. We don't want them to sit back. Give them an opportunity to reap the benefits in America. But let me tell you something about them when they come. African Americans, they're not going to live in your community. They're not going to live around you because they don't trust you. They say you have the slave mentality and trying to be like Europeans and rather than being great people within yourself. Now, they, they will isolate themselves. They will isolate themselves, uh, but there's so much we can learn from them because they are people that stick together. This is something. Those who are calling, he's going to answer the lines. He's going to answer the lines. We're going to take calls. We'll take calls early. And when you call, just be patient. Be patient. We'll be ready. And uh, what do you think about this? Twelve, thirteen thousand people there under that bridge. That's at Del Rio. That's in the United States. They already here. But Biden wants to put them on planes and ship them back to Haiti. And I'm wondering where is that money that George Bush. And Bill Clinton was responsible for it. It was billions they raised. Where is that money? Nobody ever talk about it. National news never talk about it. They don't want to hear it. I'm wondering. That's the one nation on earth. Seems as this European sphere is the country, the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. Haiti. They may be pure, poor in money, but their minds are pure. They know what true freedom 
is really, really is. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. All right, who do we have on the line? Reverend Burnett, good morning. And we we have mm -hmm. a Black Hope on the line, too. Uh, Black Hope? Yeah, Black Hope. All right. Good morning, Black Hope. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. How are you this morning? Robert, they had a, a meeting that I did at Cornerstone Baptist Church about teen murders. About who? Cornerstone Baptist Church on Marlon King about teen murders in that area. A lot of teen murders in that area. Teen murders? Yes. How are you then? Uh, what? Uh, what? The yeah, teenagers are killing each other in that area? What? That teen murders down in that area, but that's about our ugly club, McDonald's, the part of the that day is shot to death. Red Park area. Yeah, I know where it is. Teen murders, teen murders, teen murders, teen murders, all over Dallas. Teenagers just killing one another that bad. Teen teenagers are killing each other all over Dallas. Oh, Dallas, that's right. Uh, what's behind this? What do you think? Drugs, pills, drugs, all kind of heroin, all kind of pills. You know that. Come on now. No, I want you to tell me where they're getting these drugs and pills from. Crooked doctors, crooked nursing services, all like that. How are these drugs getting into the United States? If Friday in here, uh, the I-30s out the highway. Uh, Malek Azia told me that. Mm -hmm. He know me, Malek Azia. Mm -hmm. He should have been, been police chief. He told me that's boy over here. I-30s no highway. And then what, what, when is the meeting going to take place? I'll tell you, how'd you go to hold on like that? All right, when is the meeting going to take place? A Sunday. Sunday, across the old Baptist Church on Marquee Boulevard. All right, what time? I think I think they'll start at ten o'clock. Try to be there, okay? Well, a lot of people be in church that time on Sunday. Why is it Sunday morning at that time? And they gonna have it. They gonna start ten o'clock at Cornerstone Old Baptist Church. Call 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 Cornerstone Old Baptist Church. You got the number. You all know it. Huh? What you say? Call Cornerstone Baptist Church. You got the number. You all know it. I don't have the number. I don't. Why would I have that number? I don't have the number. I ask you for the number. Remember that? Call, call some of your preachers and put it on there. Send the preacher call. Tell them to give you number. Call the old Baptist church. That's all you have to do. No need to argue, man. No need to argue. You know, you know the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. I'm not talking about that anyway. But thank you. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. You got it? Yeah. I got it. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. All right. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. All righty. What do, what do we have? We have uh, Beverly on uh, line one. Beverly? Yes. All right. Good morning, Beverly. How are you doing this morning? Fine. How are you doing? I'm fabulous this morning. I'm I'm real good now. You talking about the real thing? We we uh we gotta pay attention. You know that's another reason why I didn't vote for Hillary. They mm -hmm. had a, a Clinton's foundation over there, mm -hmm. and when the, they were supposed to be helping them build them up, you are so right. We need to learn our history. 
and and it, it's amazing how Afghanistan can come in here, but you don't want our people up in here. Yeah, you let everybody else in here. Exactly. But the 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 nation that saved America. Exactly. They don't want them in here. What they about scared. this? They scared. That's more power coming in. Well, I think they think the uh, African American, the American that's been here for centuries, would learn from them what real liberation is. I think this, well, you're right. They're afraid of that. You know they are. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad you're talking about this. I'm not going to hold it. Let other people talk. Let's all get in on this because this is is a much-needed conversation. Yes, uh, I think so. I, I've been in trouble this when I'd be lying in the bed thinking about it all night long and last night before last. Why is it they want these people out there? Okay, they, they're down there. They're down there about a thousand under a bridge. The bridge is only providing shade. It's not, not cooling that, cooling it off that much. But why won't they have food drops? Why don't they get food and water and sanitary conditions for them people to uh, 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 to relieve themselves? They're not doing anything. You know no, that racist not. governor we have is not going to do anything. And you but, know what, Pastor? Yes. That's why they killed that president. They're trying to take Haiti, too. Yeah, well, uh, can you tell me, what did, what did you hear happen to all that money they took up for Haiti during that earthquake of oil been about 10, 11 years ago? Right. I told you not too long ago, uh, they exposed the Clintons when uh, they had some trouble over there. Uh, I think it was a flood or something came through there, and that's when the world exposed the Clintons that they wasn't, what were they doing with their money, with the foundation's money. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've been making a killing off of us all these years. You, I don't care if, if they mo- If they doing they no more and just let it sit up and draw interest everything, they're making yeah. money off of the yeah. misery of Haitians. Yes, and not only them, us too. Yeah. Look at them. Oh, this is unreal. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. All right, Have thank a you. Fabulous day. Let's let somebody else talk. I thank you for your call. That thank clears you. the line. 972 647 1893. 972 647 1893. All right, who do we have here? We have a Leon on uh, line four. Leon on line four. Good morning, Leon. Good morning, everybody. Yes, go right ahead. Yes, uh, this uh, neglect or whatever you want to call it uh, toward the Haitian is really uh, an indicator of how America really feels about black people in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Haiti was occupied in 1915 by the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to another person about that and they they just tore them to shreds and walked away and left the mess so mm-hmm. well see United they they beat they defeated a major European nation and they don't want that known generally known worldwide uh, uh, you know Overture was a great leader a great leader he kicked them out of the United States and he kicked them out of Haiti because they were setting up uh, more slavery in the Western Hemisphere. 
and they kicked him out. And when he after he won that victory over over uh, France, he felt like America would be uh, his friend. They turned on him for defeating a white European nation. So this is what this is. This is the history behind this mess. This is why they're so anti-Haiti. Uh, if you were blocked, if if free trade and everything was blocked off of any nation, they're going to be poor because all nations depend on other nations to make money, to do trade, to do business. So this is what's happening with Haiti. They won't, they won't do trade. They, what they did was sent certain people down there that was carrying the AIDS virus. Do you remember that? They went down there and uh, was messing with little Haitian boys and everything and spreading that, the virus in Haiti. This is, this is happening a lot of the, uh, in, during the lifetime, a lot of the listeners should remember, should know what was going on. All righty then. I thank you for your call. It clears the line, 972-647-1893. Are we up against a short break? And we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's- I'm All right, we're back. We're back. And we are taking your calls at 972-647-1893. We are listening to you. I want to hear what African-Americans, what do you have to say about this? They let everybody else in this country. They let people that had nothing to do with this country. They let people in that hate this country. But here's a nation that saved this country. They saved this country. They made it, helped to make it what it is today. And they're talking about they're going to put them on planes and send them back to Haiti. Well, if they wanted to go back to Haiti, they never would have come over here to begin with. That doesn't make any sense. And this is your president that's doing this. When it comes to dealing what's right, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I'll tell it on any of them. Now, what do you think about that? Who do we have on the line? We have uh, Joe on line three. Joy? Joe. Joe? Yeah. All right. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. Yes. I'm like mm-hmm. you. Uh, I remarked to a friend of mine a few weeks ago. I said, this is what's going to happen. It's all about the blackening of America. Mm-hmm. You should have heard what Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said on Fox the other What did that, what that bigot mean, say? Oh, I tell you. He was worried about it. He said, when you get here, he said, in the next few years, they're going to have four and five children. I'll wow. tell you. And this is how they think. They'll let anybody come here but the black man because they're afraid of the black man. I'm going to get off the line and let somebody else come in. But that's what it's all about, Reverend Barnett. It's all about fear. Well, what about our end of it? Should we not be pushing hard, letting our senators, our congresspeople know, the president know how we feel about this? 
We built America. We built America. We should have some say-so. When we wake up, will we wake up? Are they afraid the Haitians will wake us up? I wonder about this. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have, Pierre? We have Edward on uh, line two. Edward, all righty. Good morning, Edward. Uh, Reverend Barnett, this is Dr. Edwards. I told him. Oh, that was what's bad. going on, Doc? Where's that mean? All right, how you doing? I didn't, I didn't, I picked up the show uh, late, so y'all were talking about Haiti, uh, Haiti, and so mm-hmm. I, I, I'll call back because I'm. I, I just wanted to let you know that we're finalizing my uh, urgent family care that we open seven days a week there in Glendale Shopping Center mm-hmm. uh, in the next sixty days. So I just wanted to pass that on, but I, I'm. Um, yeah. You know, not as familiar with 80s, so I don't want to, uh, you know, change the subject. But yeah. uh, the mm-hmm. councilmen in those districts, uh, Councilwoman Arnold and, and Casey Thomas and Janelle uh, Atkins have been just phenomenal. They have really, really been helpful in getting this going. So I, I'll Great, great, great. Mm-hmm. I tell you, no, I, I'll, call, I'll call you, i call you at home. And uh, okay. we, we need to get together and make sure people know they talk about food deserts. Should we have uh, medical care deserts in, in our in, in in areas where a lot of our people live? All yeah. right. Well, we, we can talk later. I just uh, I'm sorry I, I wasn't trying to change the conversation. All righty then. I thank you All for right, your call. You. Uh huh. The clears the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. All right, 972-647-1893. What do you think about the situation with the Haitians? What do you think about it? What do you think about it? They seem to be more terrified of them than they are of Hispanic people coming in here. Hispanics live right next, across the border and right below them, right below Mexico or other countries in every Central and South America. But Haiti is way out in the ocean. And <laughs> to get across here. And he's talking about putting them on a plane and sending them back. I'm talking about the president. I'm talking about Biden. Ah, it's a sad situation on this. All right, who we have? Uh, all right. <coughs> Excuse me. This situation. This is a tough situation. This is a situation that will affect you, people. People, this is a situation that will affect your daily life, your everyday living. You see, people look at numbers. (coughs) Excuse me. Excuse me. They look at numbers. The numbers that we have the numbers that are put up here he's bringing in the people from Afghanistan about hundreds of thousands just a few thousand Haitians he don't want them here I'm talking about your president and I'm very angry with him I've never trusted him anyway but I sure don't trust Trump, no, God, no. But 
He is this situation of liberated black people. People wake up now and think these are some liberated-minded black people. Yes, they've been ostracized by every nation because of what the United States and England and France and other nations like that have, have done to them over the years. Although they saved the United States, although Napoleon was going to take over uh, a certain portion, large portion of the United States, and was going to take over Haiti, they defeated Napoleon. And uh, when we see how What's going on? We don't have any comments. These are people that you could learn a whole lot from. You can learn a whole lot from. They, they have history. They have history of victories. Something, basically all the victory we have was we worked hard, built this country, made it great, made it powerful, made it what it is today, and we still don't care? You still don't care? When we wake up, see, this is one of the reasons why a lot of nations don't like to mess with us because they know what kind of mentality we have here in America. We'd rather be slaves than kings and queens. We'd rather be long as we can pretend that we got something really going on, which we don't have nothing going on in America. Take me, believe me, people. I be all over this country. Uh, we don't have it. We don't own nothing. 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Uh, and we, we have uh, Linda on uh, line one. Linda? Yes, Linda. All right. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I was just, uh, I'm so um, upset and disgusted how humans are taking our help. And I was just talking to my daughter, and I was telling her, it's so inhumane. Where is the food? Where's the water? Where's some shelter for them? They need mm -hmm. our help. So where's the government? What, what, what are they doing? Well, all they do is criticize and talk bad, but instead of criticizing and talking, they should be doing some action to help them. Well, here's what, here's what, here's what. Look, uh, those who go to mega churches, those who go to white churches, I'm talking about black folk, where are they now? Why aren't they sending aid down there? The government has shown you, you know, the Texas government is not going to do it. The U.S. government has not moved. So this is where the church, the, the, the Christians are supposed to take over. Where are they? What are they doing? Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. I said the same thing to my daughter. I go, where are the lines or where can we send our little donation to help them where mm -hmm. nobody like a wish the churches normally 
Um, you know, and you're right, Christians, Catholics, Mormons, they, they go to Bob and beyond to help. So where's the help now? Well, it, it proves they're nothing but a bunch of hypocrites, a lot of them. I'm not going to condemn all churches, but this is an opportunity to show your love for mankind. How then shall men know that you are my disciples by the way you love one another? Are they loving their Haitian brothers and sisters and children down there? Something is wrong. You're right, Pastor. You're right. And like I said, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm all mixtures, you know. My grandparents were from Spain. Um, my my other grandparents are Mexican and French, so we're all mixed. But mm-hmm. my parents taught us to love everybody, regardless of the skin color. Mm-hmm. We all bleed the same color. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we we we're seeing. You see, God has will show you. He show people their hypocrisy. He pulled the wool off the off of them, and he's showing it. And then they, uh, you got the Catholic Church, have brought, you have sponsored many, many Hispanics coming in across the same border. Right, right. But why not? Why aren't they sponsoring? Why aren't they sponsoring the Haitian people? But before I get to the church, I can't, I've got to say something about the American government. The Democrats, the Democrats are in power. They don't have as much as they want to. But what they're not doing anything. All they do is show you pictures of people gathered up under that bridge and everything. They're not showing any food, any clothing, uh, any any toiletries or anything. They're not exactly. showing anything. Exactly, and and, and they and they're bathing and using the the relieves themselves in the river. That's not right. Yeah. Well, and that river, right there, is pretty shallow. Because I'm yeah. uh, I'm watching, look like young children walk across there. But the, it, yeah. it's a blessing. It's not deep there, but yeah, it's it's just a disgrace before the whole world. America shows itself. You don't, I don't care how good they talk, but they it'll always it always come out that they're no, we're no you good. know what? You know what, Pastor? I was telling my I was talking to my daughter. I go, you know what? That's mm-hmm. okay. But if Mexico takes them in, we're gonna have some beautiful mixed children. Well, uh, we got beautiful children already. I think we are beautiful yeah. without even mixture. We're beautiful already. That's one thing the Europeans pulled over us. They gave us our standard of beauty that looks like them, where that make us not appreciate ourselves. See, no, what, you have to watch those traps. And you're right, we're all beautiful regardless, because mm-hmm. that's how God created us. But what I'm saying is that we're going to have a mixture of beautiful kids because we love, it's love involved in it. Yeah, yeah. Not knowing, you mm-hmm. know. Well, so I'll let another caller come in, but yeah, it's very inhumane. All we can do is pray because um, they haven't given us any of the indication of how we can send any donation to help our other brothers and sisters out there. All right. I thank you. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? And we have uh, Davey on the line, too. David? Davey. Davey, all righty. Good morning, Davey. Uh, how you do, Father Barnett? <laughs> oh, David. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but brother, brother, Nett, brother Barnett, it is very important for you to know your history. Mm-hmm. America and the United States is two different entities. America can somebody look like me and you. We are emancipated slaves mm-hmm. with certain rights. Mm-hmm. With certain rights. You don't have full rights. That's the reason we need our that's the reason I vote. You need your own political party like you had in eighteen seventy called the Freeman Party. Yeah. And then you wouldn't have to work with all of this stuff. But me, Bob, when when you use the term emancipated what do you mean? What are you uh, saying? We are look look up the definition of emancipated, and when you find out the definition of emancipated, then you understand who we are and what the federal government carries. Oh, I them. know the definition, but my thing is, I don't even believe we emancipated. Really look at the word, the term emancipated. We're not emancipated. Because because it reads separated but equal, and that's we ain't never had separated but equal. <laughs> we separated from what? We ain't never been together. The only time we were together was when we were, at, we were in Africa and Europeans came from us. That's the only time we were ever together and other, all nations came from us in Africa. And see, like you say, when you don't know your history, people just do anything and say anything and care and act any kind of way because they're ignorant of their history. Brother Barnett, I'm so, I'm so proud that, that uh, John must have been listening to me and you talk because he's got the forward and copyrighted rights for that book of accommodation. You can get it down at uh, Pan Africa store. He, he, he put that book back out. And I urge mm-hmm. everybody to get that book of accommodation. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, it's back out. John done put it back out. Yeah. He, he's, he's forward and copyright uh, 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 rights on it. And he's he, he's got it down. They bought a big bone of me and yesterday at uh, Pan Africa of those books. And I'm I was so proud that we need to know your history. Well, and that's the know. history of Dallas and our history what? in Dallas. It was written by a guy that used to be here on KNOGN. He's yeah. he's with the Dallas Observer. He used to be the publisher of the Dallas Observer. It happened in 1950. Hell, I went for six years old in 1950. We didn't know nothing about that. Well, remember, he was supposed to have gotten a lot of information from people. I read the book. I, I've even had him on my show years ago, about 30 years ago. I had him on my show, uh, and he and uh, bring John yeah. back on your show and, and and let him explain that book to 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 us. You know, we listen well, to John. Well, <laughs> I, I I know the book well myself. I don't need him to bring to come explain nothing for me. He can explain to other people. But but the thing about that whole situation is, 
it, it's, it's about Dallas. It's about people who were in Dallas. It's about people who really made sure that accommodation would go right because it was Satan. It was always picked Satan preachers to lead us, yeah. to, to give us information. And uh, it, we, we, we need, we, we, we just, uh, we, we, we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it, okay? I know you know it. Yeah. All righty. Thank you. That's, that's the problem with, with, with the Democratic or the Republican Party is not for us. I oh, you know. no. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. No, no. Neither one of those parties for us. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them. Yes. And, and, and I would just, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. In 2021, mm-hmm. which, I mean, they ain't making no qualms about how they feel about you. Well, they're they sure showing themselves now because they said they're going to send, what, 11 or uh, 747s down there to pick them up and take them back to Haiti. If they wanted to be in Haiti, they wouldn't have never left. Now, and, that's y'all's and they have that's skin y'all's in y'all's America and have done th- great things for America, and now that they're in desperate need, America is going to turn their backs on them and send them back to from whence they come? This is utterly ridiculous. This is ridiculous. It's yeah. on their true call. Yeah. All righty. And all, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. We thank you. The closing line, 972-647-1893. We're up against a short break, and we'll be right back. Just at 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? We have uh, Andrew on uh, line one. Already? Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. Yes, uh-huh. Good Go right here. Uh, I'm not trying to cross-talk. Uh, the issue, all children are beautiful. Uh, the next generation, this young lady said, uh, we're going to have a a mixed generationer, but the key problem is that will the parents of these mixed generation kids, of these light skin complexion kids, teach the kids their true identity, or is it being erased from the kids' memory uh, who they are, and will they be able to? Uh, succeed, it's kind of putting like this. They're not going to be able to succeed unless they're going to be a light color. That's what I kind of picked up a little bit. And my second question is, Reverend Barnett, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to be about it. How and where can I send my finances to help these Haitians, uh, my brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. uh, they help the Hispanics, they bring in over the uh, Afghanistans, but now they want to send the plane loads of these people back that's been here helping for mm-hmm. years and years. I want to be able to help because it's kind of sickening that America can watch these people mm-hmm. under a bridge mm-hmm. and in and, and these conditions with no, they even said it on the news, no food and no no hygiene, no clothes. Yeah, 
But did you see anybody uh, trying to get trucks uh, in there with uh, unloading food and clothes and different things, some type of shelter other than that bridge over their head? And uh, did you see any of that? No tents or no nothing. They had like rags and and old blankets for a shelter. Yeah. How can and where can I send my money? Well, it's one of the things I hadn't heard. But uh, call who's your congressman, congressperson? Uh, I'm in Dallas. You know who we got down here? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Denise. Eddie Bernice. Yeah, Eddie Bernice Johnson. I think, but yes, Bernice Johnson. Yes, sir. Well, normally she's on this show today. Uh, at uh, uh, this is uh, this uh, the week that she's on, but I, I didn't get a call from him, so I don't know if she's going to be on at eight o'clock or not. I have for my uh, producers listening for her call, but uh, no, we got to we we've got to do something. We have got to get something, some kind of relief. I haven't heard anything from the Red Cross or any of these organizations that are always jumping and helping other folk. And uh, they're taking our tax dollars and helping those and bring people in from Afghanistan, bring them in from the Central American countries and South America. But they insult us. By saying, well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get uh, uh, about eleven, twelve, seven forty-sevens and send them back to Haiti. If they didn't, if they wanted to be in Haiti, they wouldn't have never come over here. So true, true. Uh, this 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 is a mockery. Sure. This is a mockery to Black America. Now, this is where, this, me, now this is where we got to start helping. Ourself and our people. Yes. Uh, ain't nobody else gonna do it for us. Mm-hmm. See, uh, the, these are our people. I know that uh, if I'm gonna tell you something, they talk about a color cast system in other countries all over the world, right? They even talk yes. about color cast system in Mexico and other places, but we have one here in the United States. Okay. Don't you know if those were light-skinned, uh, sort of straight hair people, although they are uh, African descent, Americans would have more compassion for them, but they're dark. They yeah. are of, of their original color that God made them. We don't have to mix with anybody else to be beautiful people. God made us beautiful already. Amen. You know, so uh, what what is happening here, uh, like this is why they don't like to mix with us because we're so messed up in the head and uh, brainwashed. Like mm. I talked about it first. Mm. Yeah. I go to a mega church, like the lady stated, and I'm going to, uh, when I attend tomorrow, I'm going to go and see if we can start some kind of fun, uh, some fun gold meat, uh, money source to even raise clothes. I mean, even to send things. They got babies out there. I mean, this oh, is yeah. kind of ridiculous. But you better hurry because uh, I think they're going to have them those 747s in there ready to ship them out. They, 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 I know Jumbo best. They could be uh, L-1011s or DC-10s. Any other. 
the jumbo jets. They're going to be sending them in there to get them out of there. So uh, make sure you do your homework on everything before you send anything. Make sure. Yes, sir. Because had this not been them, Haitians, a help would have been there already. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Who do we have? And we have a Texas Vigilant on line two. Texas, Texas Vigilant. It's a nickname. Yeah. All right. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. You're, you're on air. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. You had a caller come in and uh, comment in regard to Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton's charitable foundation. Where is that money that Hillary and Chelsea uh, ran off with that could have helped the people in Haiti? Because that's where that fund was established to help those people in Haiti. First well, all, now, where is that fund that Bill Clinton and uh, George Bush? Where's that? Now, they took a billion for Haiti. Right. Remember that earthquake? When was that, 10, 11 years ago? Well, you remember that? This subject, okay, here, further on, we have the United Nations with 152 countries. Mm-hmm. Where is their aid to help the Haitians? And we, we as taxpayers, the United States, through our own government representatives, we send money up to the United Nations to help countries all over the world. Where is that aid from the United Nations? I don't and every, I don't, but here's why who, I, 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 I'm angry, really, with the Congressional Black Caucus. Now, Robert Petrie, if you listen, is the is caucus going on this year? This is the weekend for the Congressional Black Caucus. Normally, I'm in Washington this week. But I didn't go this year because, you know, I don't know, pandemic wiped it out. I didn't even keep up with it after I heard about what was and saw what was going on down there at the border. I, I, didn't, I I'm not going. But yeah, this is the weekend. This is the weekend, and there are so many sources of money to supposed to help in situations like this. Where are they? Yes, yeah, sir. And how about uh, everybody that voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? Where is your vice president, Kamala Harris, on this matter? Well, I'm not going to just go directly at uh, politics per se because I, I get your drift. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, but I see, don't see them, and I've called them out. Everybody okay, know Trump more. definitely wouldn't help. Everybody know that your Republican governor and lieutenant governor and your attorney general and all that, you know, they're not going to help. They hope they start diving down to there. They can bury them. See, we understand what's going on there. But I want people to understand when we give our vote, any political party just off of them being that party, we need to do better research to find out. Now, our alternative, I don't see one out there. This is why we, we as a people, vote heavily for the Democrats, but nothing else out there is better. But I still say we need to hold the Democrats' feet to the fire to make sure they carry out something for our vote. Well, maybe I talk to the Democratic Socialist Alliance, which many of those people belong to up there in Washington, D.C. Well, 
Yeah, there's socialism in every country. Every country has um, a certain amount of socialism. We have socialism in the hospital, piddles, socialism, excuse me, socialism in schools, you name it, socialism is a part of every government. But now, we, uh, we, uh, we're not looking for handouts here. We're not, our tax dollars pay for things like this. Our labor, our sweat equity in America over the centuries pays for this. The, this is a nation that defeated France for America. They got skin in America. And still, America don't ever want to help this nation. Starve them out. That's all America ever wants to do. And that's well, what the world do. For you. Here's hmm? another thing for you. Here's another thing for you. If you are pretty well up to speed on all the things that are happening down at the Texas southern border, you ought to find out why the drug cartels are uh, charging these people anywhere from one to $9,000 to get into Texas and well, spread across the United States. Well, you know, they they know what's going on. I see where yeah, they arrest, they arrest, they, they let so many through and then arrest one. And then come back and tell you, well, we, we busted this group. With that. They, they were showing something the other day. They were sneaking some people in and everything and drugs and doing all of that. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but a game they're playing with. There's never been a war on drugs in America. The war has always been on the black community, and black people need to wake up and realize this. Never been a war on drugs because because of the the war on drugs. They could have sneak. They could sneak bombs and everything else in here and blowing us up years ago. There was no war on drugs in America, including. Including more deadly diseases mm-hmm. like measles. Yep. That can, and those who are unvaccinated. Well, against well, well, you got to look. Look what's happening with the Afghanistan. They don't have to be inoculated or wear masses to get in there, and we're bringing them in here. So, but what are they talking funny. about? Uh, uh, gonna put an end to COVID nineteen or the variants, uh, whatever it is of Delta, but still we do some of the stupidest stuff in the world. They don't have to be inoculated. They don't. Well, make your. You know make, uh, this is well, utterly ridiculous. Well, make your vote count in twenty twenty two. Then I ain't voting for Trump. If that's what you're talking about, no, we won't, We can't go there. Okay. Well, All right. are you happy with the current administration? I wouldn't be happy with Trump. I would even matter with Trump. Uh, but thank you anyway. That All clears right. the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Pierre. We have uh, Imani. Imani? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Imani. How you doing, how you doing brother? Fine. How are you this morning? Oh, it's a blessing to be alive. I know that. I know that's right. That sure is right. You get to a certain age, you have to hit yourself and feel yourself, make sure you're still here the, the next morning. Because <laughs> you, you get get to a certain age, you might be gone any second. Yeah. Well, but the key is, it, is that I, I always heard that mercy was something that you didn't deserve. I feel like it's a reason 
and a purpose for you being here today. Yeah. And I'm going to use mine wisely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that's some good reading by Dr. Claude Anderson. Uh, uh, that's some great reading. Some great reading. Some great reading. I'm, I'm going to get him on the air. The old man is... You're talking about gotta you know you know what's the greatest thing about his? A lot of it is nothing but common sense. It's common for everybody. Common sense. Common sense. And we have all these scholars just stumble over their own selves. Trying to <laughs> I mean, he just go and that, that book is so you all through it, you saying, you know, that's right. I hadn't thought of that. His wife talked to me all the time. She said, hey, Monty, what you doing down in Texas? I said, well, I'm just trying to, I, I don't call this book my Bible, but it sure make a lot of sense. It makes more sense than any book I've read. Sister Bible. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I want to tell you this, Pastor but Now, you think, you think that in, in that book, you along with the full pack, I'll, first of all, I want to thank Ice Cube. Thank you. He bought Two, he bought two thousand of that all four of those books that Doctor Anderson made. Oh, he did. You know, he, yes, sir. He he got a contract. We meeting in Florida. We mm-hmm. have a contract with America, and he and, and what we trying to do is let them know that we are here. We built the country. We died for the country. We fought your wars, mm-hmm. and we don't have no place to go. So the best thing to do is just do us right, and everybody will get healed. But they. Well, look at this nation, Haiti. Saved America. Saved America. And fought for America and saved it, and America turned its back on it and got together with its other European allies and across said, we're not going to do business with these people. They are too too liberated. Their their minds are not enslaved. They don't have slave minds. And this is what they do. Look at I'm up against the short break. Watch the Haitians. Watch the Haitians. Watch how fast they close that border now like they did the, 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 you know, when they was coming from uh, Haitia over there, all those people are driving. Watch them close it up now. Right. All right. Close it up now. They're going to put the army down here. Yeah. All righty then. Black folks coming over. Okay. All righty. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's right. The governor's going to put that, uh, you know, the troops down there to stop. Okay. And all these black folks in Texas. Uh, we're up against a short break, and you can reach me at 972-647-1893, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back and ready for our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. And uh, we on tomorrow morning, every Sunday morning, 9.30. Yeah, Heavenly Joy Church, uh, tomorrow morning. On Facebook, look up Marion Barnett Sr. Marion Barnett Sr. Don't send it to Junior. But don't let's don't look for Junior. It's Marion Barnett Senior. Alrighty. And Junior should be on the line listening too. All right. All right. And uh we are tomorrow morning, nine thirty on Facebook. Tomorrow morning. We'll be speaking. We'll be preaching tomorrow morning. Alrighty. But we've got a lot going on. So much, man. It's this is a, 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 a monopolous, a terrible thing.
And people are crazy enough talking about the type of learning. I was listening to uh, some people talking about they don't want certain things taught in our schools and they want them in, they don't want certain textbooks there. Because it would make the white children hate their white if they were to tell them all and the truth about what has gone on in America concerning race. Yes, this CRT, this, seeing this critical race theory that these things happen when uh, we were not considered uh, citizens, we were considered animals and everything else. And uh, what, that's, that's as idiotic stupid and crazy as ever to say you won't allow talk to your children so they won't hate themselves. Come on. How stupid and crazy can you be? This is ridiculous. All of this plays into this Haitian thing. This is ridiculous. 972-647-1893. Who do we have on the line, Pierre? And we have uh, Tony on uh, line three. Tony? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Tony. Is, is he there? Yes. Tony, good morning. Tony, are you here? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, go right here. Tony, you're on the air. All right, yes. Um, what I wanted to say is two things. Uh, number one is that there is a relief uh, effort going on in Haiti, and first thing is use the internet to help you. They have agencies they've, they've been posting on Twitter and other spots that go the money go directly to the Haitians uh, recovery in Haiti. Number two is this: uh, it's going to tie into what uh, to the Haitian issue, but it's going to talk about the books because people don't know that Haiti sent, sent troops here. Fight in the American Revolution. Yes, they did. Troops that fight in, in, in American Revolution. Mm -hmm. The problem is the reason why they don't want to teach the true history in school is this: because it's not it's not that 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 it makes uh, white people hate, they hate, hate white kids hate themselves. It is the fact that the true history does not going to show them look, looking too well. Because the fact is is this: is that if you put the true history in there, it indicts them automatically. Not because they're bad, it's because of their policy. So so when you see what happened, uh, Haitians going through the, the Mexican border, right? That mm -hmm. is the issue with this. Black people, and, and, and I, I blame the school system, I blame the politicians, is this. We talk about immigration, but we never talk about immigration we talk about immigration in, 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 a, in a Latin America way, but we never talk about immigration as a whole as how do we expect the, the, the Caribbean, Afro-Caribbean, how do we say African? But what we talk about is immigration forests in South Latin America. And then that, my last point is this. There's a black area in Mexico, the country. Everywhere slave ships went, black people are. And what we have is we have this divide that we're different. And the fact of it is the Bible and science prove this. There's only one people on the earth, the human race. They all came from Africa. 
and we and, 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 and the first thing we say is we, we we're different ethnically. That's the only, only difference. But at, at the end of the day, only ten percent of the world, which is the white world, control ninety percent of the color world. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 because of that, we fight over crumbs over ten percent. Why do you think what's happening in America happening right now with the Republicans uh, uh, over in Europe? Because they already know that once the rest of the world, the, the, the majority, the, 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 the black majority, <laughs> the color majority, in power, they lose it. Mm-hmm. That's why they control the TV. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the fact of it is this. Joe Biden, I heard that little Republican guy earlier talking about right. Bush guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he on his little thing. Yeah. But anyway. He was trying Biden, to sneak it in through side door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Joe Biden right now could lift the embargo off Cuba right now. He has kept more policy in place that, uh, that Trump put in place that we ain't even challenged him on. And and, and mm-hmm. for, for the record for it, the guy who talked about uh, Kamala, the fact of it is, they have muzzled her. The president of the United States has done that. And, and guess what? We got black teachers, we got black politicians who ain't saying nothing about it, but guess what? Yeah, They're going to be asking for your vote in the future. And you need to, you need to say, what did you say did you did you try to help come or uh, get our voice back? No. Did you? They ain't doing none of that. Mm-hmm. And, and what we have is we have a, we, we have a dark style black community who sit up here and and, and allowing people to change a birthright, allowing people to uh, to uh, change the vote. And guess what? We got black politicians, especially in this. In this I'm, I'm gonna say, Carl Sherman, uh, 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 Ross West, all of them sit on their ass. Excuse me, uh, sit on their butt. And guess what? And and, and Republicans running right over every day. Mm-hmm. They running right over us every day. Mm-hmm. And nobody saying that. But guess what? They gonna ask for your vote in a couple of months. And you and, and and when you ask them, what did you do? Do they know they gonna tell you? I got this policy passed. What did you do about the voting right? What did you do about abortion? Yeah, you know, uh, brother, <laughs> you 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 own it. You own it. You own it. I have to give you credit. Uh you realize and know what's going on. But here's the thing about this whole situation. Uh, especially Dallas County. Dallas County is a is a county that rarely ever returns or turn an incumbent off. I don't know why it's like that. You can go, once you get in an office, you don't have to do a thing. But sit back and draw money and enjoy it. That's all. You're not held responsible for doing anything. These are some of the things we need to change. It's for people to wake up. Wake up. Start choosing people that's going to go to work for you. They work for you. You don't work for them. They're not your celebrities. They are people that you've hired with your vote to work for you. All right. All right thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. That closes the line. 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Is it, and, uh, when no color for the moment. Oh, wow. In this 812? Wow. But we, we have this type of thing that's going on. We have these things that are going on. We are... Uh, seem to don't connect ourselves with the Africans of the world. We don't. Why is it? 
Have we been taught that we are better off? No matter what you have, you've been treated and was a slave in this country. To a great extent, still are slaves. We act like slaves. We think we're being sophisticated, but we're acting like slaves. We're thinking just because you, you can get on TV and get on commercials with, with, with other folk. Oh, boy, we are making it. We are on our way. We can get up there and show off and, and, and do every kind of a sexual act that you can think of and everything. And, oh boy, we, we are on our way. We are making it. You know more than what they did in slavery. Use you as a bed wench and then go on and move on and laugh about you and talk about you behind your back. This is still going on. People wake up. That's all of us. Let's be dignified people. Let's be people that upstanding and nobody steps on us. Nobody puts us down. Nobody can afford to because we are so strong and united as a people. This is where we're supposed to be. This is where God will have us. We are God's chosen people. Yes, I've told you. Told you several times. I can give you your genealogical table and I can let you know. One caller called and said we are it's not one race, and that's him race, and that's true. God dressed, uh, uh, he judges us on land and language. He don't even address us really on color, but he let us know those who are in the bloodline of Jesus were of African descent. Not one European descent person was in the bloodline of Jesus, but when they show you why, show you Jesus. Come to my church and everything, playing that music, sad music, and you know, all whatever that is, showing you that blonde head and blue eyes. That is that is an imposter that they created to, to make sure they control our minds. People, wake up! Let's wake up! Let's wake up! We don't have to hate anybody. We don't have to go against anyone. But just be ourselves. And you can't be yourself until you know who you are. This is some of the things that we're doing. All right, 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? We have uh, Ike on uh, line one. All right. Good morning, Ike. Good morning, Ram Barnett. How you doing? Fine. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, mm -hmm. I hear an echo in the background. I don't know if it's my phone or something going on down there. But anyway, uh, 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 the topic you're talking about, the Haitian people, I like what some of the callers call in. And uh, it's not about attacking our elected officials, but they need to be held accountable. We need to, for them mm -hmm. to show up, speak up. You yeah. Know? Because like you say, They're not our celebrities. These people are supposed to be working for us. And I heard some of the names Tony called out. Mm -hmm. But let's go a little higher than that. Where is our Mark Beastie? Where is our Colin Irish? Where is our, uh, uh, the lady supposed to be on today? Where is our Eddie Bernice Johnson, Congresswoman? We mm -hmm. need to hear from these people. And, because 
they the one that's supposed to be taking the fight to the table for us and doing yeah. the bargaining. I mean, yeah. we can talk about it all day on the radio. Mm-hmm. We can do a GoFundMe. But these people have access to billions and millions of dollars that government funded, and we need more than just funding jumbo jets to take these people back home. Mm-hmm. You know, and but when it came down to DACA, they didn't send a jumbo jet. When no. it came down to, uh, uh, to uh, Biden signing a, uh, a hate bill about the Asians, mm-hmm. they didn't take all that. Mm-hmm. So now, when you see all these people coming from across the uh, Mexico, that's Hispanic, you don't see all these people. They got medical attention. They got uh, shots. They got masks. They got everything these people need, food. Right. But when it come down to black folks, they ain't got nothing but racism. And speaking of racism, as we speaking today, and, and you was talking about the uh, black caucus, and they supposed to meet in D.C. today, uh, this week, somebody else is up there meeting. They having a, a racist uh, Ku Klux Klan, I'd say, rally up there today saying that they are standing up for the people that was in the January 6th insurgent mm-hmm. uh, insurrection. They want these people to be uh, pardoned or uh, not tried or brought to, to justice. So we got all this going on. And the sad part about all this we talking about, mm-hmm. when you get down to the history, and it's not critical race theory, they call it critical race theory, they're not going to even let these kids learn about this same stuff, how they did the Haitians, how they doing us and everything. They're not going to let them talk about how racist and bigot Greg Abbott is. They're mm-hmm. not going to let them talk about it at school. You're well, not going to be able to talk about that at school. That's, that's why the they don't want theory. to talk, because they would be included <laughs> in, in, right. the, in, in, in the race theory. Uh, you see, you have some of the worst politicians that have ever, ever stood at the helm here in Texas. Abbott and uh, your attorney general, you, you know, uh, lieutenant governor, you've got these people uh, that are standing there. They are worse than George Wallace and Bill Bowe and H. Ross Burnett, all of them. Uh, they, they're just as bad as they are. They were uh, worse in our modern day time. So what we have happening now here in America, America is being exposed. If the black man can't wake up and see and smell the coffin now, will he ever, will God have to send some type of uh, insurrection that's and above and beyond our imagination to wake us up, to pull us together, for us to work together? Will he have to? Well, we've grown, we, you know, we, we, we've gotten comfortable. We're, we, we're sort of relaxed in what we think is Zion. But we're not in Zion. We're not to relax. We're not in Zion yet. Until we get together, this is when we'll be in Zion and we'll grow relaxed and go comfortable in Zion. But we got some people that are growing comfortable and have have really fed fairly well with this. They don't want to change. <clears throat> they don't want this change. They don't want it touched. They don't want it. Uh, 
where there's something wrong, uh, something that might cause them to lose something, they've grown easy in Zion. And uh, it's sad to say, these are the people seem like black folks admire the most. Uh, right. Yeah, we thank you. I thank you, Ramboni. Uh-huh. That, that closes the line, 972-647-1893. Who do you have? We have a Chase on line three. Chase? Yeah, Chase. All right, good morning, Chase. Hey, good morning, Reverend Barney, and I appreciate you uh, this morning. Uh, yes. I've, I've got two things. Tony, Tony Paul earlier hit right on point. Mm-hmm. We have no one in Austin representing us at all. Uh, we we are out here by ourselves. And the second thing, no one, the media has not talked about last weekend at Texas A&M what the whole crowd was chanting. Do you know what they were chanting? What were they saying? Elf Biden. Elf Biden. Is that right? Yes, sir. And no one's talked about that. And now, how did those black kids feel on that field? How did those black parents feel in the stadium? How did they feel? How did they feel? Man, see, I wanted to, uh, I who, not, who, who, who are they playing? Uh, A&M played last week. They played, was it Colorado? Yeah, they played Colorado. No, 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 no. They played. Uh, no, they played Colorado. Colorado. They beat Colorado. They barely beat them, but. Uh, mm. Yeah, but anyway, at A&M, they was, they was chanting F, F Biden. And I want to know how those parents of those players felt sitting in the stand, smiling ear to ear, and how did those players feel? How did those black coaches on the field feel? I would not want to attend A&M nor University of Texas. I don't care how much money was involved. Well, here, let me give you a, a little background. You might already know it. On Texas A&M, back in the early 50s, uh, it was uh, UCLA played Texas A&M down in College Station. And they had uh, some black players on their team on UCLA. But this this guy caught a pass and ran and was tackled. And all of them, all 11 on the field, ran and dived on top of this boy and kept just dumping and diving on him. The referees were slow to stop them from doing it and everything. And it was a a terrible, it was a terrible incident. You see, Texas A&M did not, did not uh, integrate the whole college until 1964. 63 on back, we couldn't go. We couldn't go to uh, Texas A&M. It was was the same region that ran, Prairie View ran Texas A&M. And quite naturally, they gave most of the money, just about all of it, to Texas A&M. It has always been a very racist school. Very racist. It was all boys school during that time. I don't know how those parents, those players, I, I, I could not represent that institution if I was a player nor a parent. I've got one last, I got one last thing to say, Red Mornet. Those guys go to Austin, those politicians go to Austin, whether they black, blue, red, purple, they go to Austin to become millionaires. That's yeah. what they do. Mm-hmm. That's what they, their focus is not me or you, nor our community. Yeah. Their focus is what they can get their bank account to. And yeah. that's why 
data I've worried about, the electricity bills those people are paying mm-hmm. uh, from uh, from from a year ago. Those, well, those things they, they've quadrupled. So, well, so do you know that is the largest college campus on earth? Texas A and M down at College Station. Those farms and everything, ranches they got on there. It's yes, the largest sir. campus yes, on earth. I'm up against a short break. Y'all can reach me at 972 647 1893. I'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're back. And you can reach me at 972 647 1893. 972 647 1893. That's where you can reach me. And talk to me. We're going to bring up callers in just a second. He's filling the line up again. We call. Uh, it's a situation, people, that I hope and pray. I labor hard over this. But we don't take the stand God wants us to take on earth. We've given a, been given a watered-down Christianity that your black preacher gives you almost every Sunday, and he doesn't realize it. Oh, yeah, I tell the brothers about it. They get mad, and they get upset, and when they try to argue with me, but they can't because they don't know the Bible well enough to argue with me. None of them. And when they have to give an account of what they're they're preaching, they get ashamed. They get ashamed, but they won't change. Because they feel like you're going to cut your tithes and offering off if they change. It's a sad situation. All righty, who do we have, uh, Pierre? We have uh, attorney uh, Malcolm Robinson on line three. Malcolm Robinson? Yeah. All righty. The barrister is there? Yes. I, you know, this is, not my, this is not my week. I don't usually call No, well, you can call, and I enjoy uh, your information. I enjoy you well, calling in. Well, when I heard that you didn't have any callers, I, that's why I called in. No, I, we had callers. We, we had plenty of callers <laughs> on the line. It was, just certain things were going on. Okay. Go right ahead. Uh-huh. What, 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 what I what I was gonna say is that uh, you know sometimes we need to kind of think through what we hear. Now, uh-huh. Haitians. Uh, first of all, the the law and the policy of the United States regarding Haitians has been historically to send them back. If uh-huh. you recall, you really think through that uh-huh. Haitians generally migrate to Florida and mm-hmm. and on rafts yeah and they would send all the Haitians back when they migrate to Florida as opposed to the Cubans, the Cubans they let them in if they, they can make it in. to the land they're citizens okay mm-hmm. so now the question is how did all, all these Haitians end up migrating to Texas well my understanding is that they migrated to Brazil and came up through Central America. Mm-hmm. So whoever organized that, they organized it so that they would appear on the uh, southern border the same way the the uh, uh, people from 
Central America appear mm-hmm. on the southern border. Mm-hmm. That's how my understanding is. That's how that all these Haitians end up on the southern border. Mm-hmm. And the whole purpose of that was one to circumvent the, the Florida policy, but two to uh, put an issue on the United States to see how they would treat these refugees different from the refugees from Central America. So all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you got 10,000 Haitians on the border, or mm-hmm. around 10,000 on the border mm-hmm. of the state of Texas. Yeah. And, and sure enough, your governor and all of them overreacted. You know, what he did was he, he closed down the ports, he attempted to close down the ports of, the legal ports of entry mm-hmm. into the United States from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, and he issued an executive order to do that. And then a few hours later, he had to reverse that because he was totally outside of the law. Mm-hmm. So now they're focusing on all these black folk at the southern border of America attempting to get into the United States. Mm-hmm. And the whole purpose of that was to bring that to a, a, a different uh, fear pattern mm-hmm. by a lot of the population of the United States when they see all these black folks on the southern border. In fact, they had gotten into the United States and circumvented the well, policy well, of, of Florida. Th- that bridge is in the United States. Down yeah, at, that's what they're, they're, they're in the United States. They were in, they, they look up and they saw all these Haitians in the United States and say, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so we have to think, how did uh, those 10,000 Haitians uh, get to the Texas. Yeah. That's what we had to think, if think through that. And then mm-hmm. say, well, you know, this is different. Mm-hmm. So now the situation is, according to what the law is, when Haitians appear on the border of the United States, they immediately <laughs> sent them back. All, they've been sending them back for years. There ain't never mm-hmm. been a situation where they had to deport them. They just closed the border. They wouldn't allow them in. I mean, you know, just right. send them back. But uh, uh, Malcolm, let me ask you something. Do you remember, I think Jimmy Carter was president. They were having the big crisis with the Haitians and the Cubans coming to America. And uh, the Haitians, they would turn around. It was a brother over, was running that whole thing, was a black man. But he was a black conservative. He was helping send Haitians back to Haiti and allowing Cubans to come in. Do you remember that years ago? That's that, that's well, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Rembar. That that's where that policy came from. Uh huh. When when they when they had a different policy for Haitians than they had for Cubans in Florida, and they sent a whole bunch of Haitians back. As soon as they showed up, in yeah. the boat, they turn around and send them back. And mm-hmm. Cubans they let in. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, that 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 policy is Black America never did raise up about that. Well, some of them did back way back. Uh, they 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 did. I remember uh, uh, I had written something uh, uh, called my in, in regards to that policy, the difference between the Haitians and the Cubans, and we attempted to fight that, and and that's part of the reason why in Florida there's a big issue between the Cuban community and the Haitian community mm-hmm. uh, because of the way the, po- the, po- the policy was implemented. Mm-hmm. So, Well, that is, whether it's known or not, 
I was surprised that in Mexico, they came through Mexico, didn't kill a lot of those uh, Haitians coming through there to the United States because they've killed a lot of other people from other countries in Central and South America uh, that will come through there trying to get to the United States. They were actually, they've been literally killing a lot of people uh, doing this. This is not being reported worldwide like it should be. And uh, it's just so much going on that they, 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 they can uh, welcome anybody. But until they wear this skin color, they're not welcome. But well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Look here, I, I'm up against okay. something. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a signal here. All right. Uh, but thank you for calling. Thank you for the right. information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that clears the line, 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have? We have uh, Joe on uh, line one. Joe? Joe, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, good morning, Joe. Good morning, Reverend Dan. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing? Oh, outstanding, outstanding. Just troubled by some of the stuff that I'm hearing and seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I didn't know better, I would think it wasn't real, but it's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, today is the 18th. Uh, this is uh, the... They are marching on the Capitol, supposed to be to uphold or stand up for the so-called patriots. We know they were domestic terrorist insurrectionists, mm-hmm. but they are standing up for them. While the these are criminals, quo, exactly. While the status, status quo is standing up for them, we at the same time are seeing them protect those insurrectionists that are supposed to be charged. Mm-hmm. That thing is rolling along very slow because they don't want to charge these people. It's moving real slow. Mm-hmm. But here's where the rubber meets the road. We're worried about the borders. We're worried about the yeah. uh, people from Brazil, El Salvador, Mexico, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the intelligence in America states that our biggest threat is from within Americans attacking Americans. Mm-hmm. And we did January 6th. That's why our problem is... But if you want to be alarmed a little bit further, while our biggest threat is America attacking America, headed up by O45, while that's our biggest threat, America has not developed a anti-domestic terrorist policy. And the reason being, when you do the research, and this mm-hmm. is on the... It was on the uh, 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 news about a month or two ago. When they started doing the research some years ago, they found out a lot of people that's name was appearing on the list mm-hmm. as domestic terrorists. They were well, I see my well connected Republican, and so they killed it. They deep sixed it. Mm-hmm. So they keep kicking the can down the road. And you know as well as I know, any time they want to do nothing. They'll say we're going to research this or we're going to study this. That means that nothing's going to happen for probably about the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. We, America, has not developed a anti-domestic terrorist policy as today. We have, we have none. Joe, Joe, let me tell you something. They're hiding something. They're quiet on something. Have you noticed you can hear all these programs about those those laws that were passed in the last legislature in Texas? 
But it's one issue they're not talking about. They're quiet on it. They're too quiet on it. That is that gun bill that uh, that uh, they carry. Well, they're not talking about that open carry bill. They're not talking. Nobody's saying nothing. We're going to get hit by surprise with that. I, I need to warn people. Better watch it. Well, this one thing I know, when you go to buy ammo now uh, to buy a gun, some of that stuff is backlogged. Some of the ammo, some of the some of that big high power ammo, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta wait a month or two to get it because it is thrown off the shelf. These white people are buying it. They buying it like I right. don't know what I I know that for a fact. You are so right. They're buying it like I don't know what. But the news media is not talking about this. People, it, you better wake people, up. People, yeah, these people that I got a friend, he doesn't have, well, he just bought a weapon. I encourage him to get him a weapon. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you'd be surprised when I started my firearm training with the federal government, I was shocked at when we went to firearm training, a lot of the blacks couldn't shoot. The black men, <laughs> the white men could shoot mm-hmm. very well. The white children can shoot, whether you know it or not. They the taught their women, children. The white the white women could shoot, mm-hmm. and but when you look at the news, they make it sound like we running wild, blacks running wild in the street with guns and shooting up everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody, mostly everybody during my farm training could shoot fairly well with the exception of the black. The black men did okay, and the black women couldn't shoot at all. Well, see, but we're raising a generation that didn't go and hunt. I learned how to shoot as a young boy. Exactly. Same, yeah, same but, but, but I'm a, up against I'm up against a break, and I have got to take it. All right. Thank you for your call. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number to reach. We will be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's- I'm All right, we're back, and this is our last segment. And you can reach us at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. All righty, Pierre, how are we going? Let's go with it. Uh, who's on next? Yeah, we have uh, Mr. T on line three. Mr. T? Yeah. All right. Good morning, Mr. T. Uh, good morning. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. I'm really enjoying the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. This is a little twist on what I have to say, but uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Have you ever heard of... Um, uh, Carter G. Woodson. Yes, uh, he's the father of Negro history, black history. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing. Yeah, uh, she died about two years ago. She was from Washington, D.C. I've had her on here. Uh, oh, it's been some years back since I had Dr. Welson on. She, okay. she died uh, two years ago. Absolutely. Do you know who Dr. Renuka Rashidi is? Yes, I sure do. Mm-hmm. Excellent people. This is this is the type of information and education that we really need. Okay, well, because we bring them on. And this is something that we've been, you know, need to be taught. And as far as the uh, firearms is concerned, uh, I've talked about that many, many times. Um, but. Again, it's all going to boil down to what we know, because what we don't know is the real problem. You see, so uh, this education thing is a real serious thing. So I wanted to put that out there that we must be educated. We must be, you know, we must learn. So 
Um, what I want to share with you is, is that have you ever thought about starting a book club at your church with this information? Have you ever thought about that? Well, yes, I teach African, African-American history also okay. at my church. Okay. Uh, okay. This is something I've... I studied them um, the first black that I know, of, first person I know. Of. I started this in 1967. How many years ago has been? That's been a long time ago, by what, right? Uh, 54, 55 years ago. Uh, I've done this. I've studied this in in, in the university and in all of these things. Uh, we got a, a conglomerate of information. But the key to the thing, you have to present everything to black people. We learn differently. We learn, we are learned in song. We are learned in dance and do all of those things. It must be entertaining for us to capture it and really go after it. That's one thing I found out over the last oh, 54, 55 years. You have to make it entertaining. Well, um, if anybody, yeah, if anybody is interested in training, uh, 973-358-6546 my number. All right. Thank you for your message. All right. We, and uh, I appreciate you. will be in the air in a couple minutes. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. They close the line, 972-647-1893. All righty. Who do we have here? We have uh, Randy on uh, line one. All righty. Good. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. How y'all doing? Fine. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. i um, got all my weeds pulled in my garden for being gone over the summer and digging dirt. They start planting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everything's going pretty good. But uh, I'd just like to put my personal opinion in about what I think uh, the situation with Haiti is, and this is just my opinion, not that of the radio station or Gave broadcasting. And what I think is, you know, that little bitty tiny island of Haiti is the only one in history that was able to throw off the white man's yoke, right? You're so right. You, Randy, you on top of this one. That's why I think that the world which the white man still controls, mm-hmm. treats Haiti the way it does. Earthquake. We still want our money. We, France or Spain, whichever one that's got the money holding over them the, that, they're, that they're supposed to pay. They're mm-hmm. in, hurricane hit them. We still want our payment. We're not going to forgive your debt that you owe us from the 1700s. Mm-hmm. We still want our money. Mm-hmm. We're going to make you huddle up under this bridge in America where, we would, where, where America would say, if that was happening in another country, America would say, we're going to go over there and make them people treat them people right. Mm-hmm. Now, my question, is all, my, my question to all the people that are listening, mm-hmm. why doesn't any country in America, I mean, why doesn't any country in the world, especially the African nations and the other nations that Africans control, that ethnic group controls. Why are we not standing up for the Haitians? And I'm going to tell you why I think we're not. Mm-hmm. Why even America, that portrays uh, democracy and justice for all, which they can't deliver, why they ain't helping Haitians? Because in my opinion, 
if any country steps up and helps Haiti, they are afraid that the rest of the world is going to treat them like Haitians. They're going to deny them access to anything in the world because they would be joining the group, the small, tiny group, Mm-hmm. that had the backbone to stand up and throw the white man's yoke off. Hooray mm-hmm. for Haiti, man. You <laughs> people are phenomenal, and I wish the rest of us had the same backbone. I'm mm-hmm. going to hang up and listen to the rest. All right, Randy, you're so right, because anywhere they are in America today, they take over that community, they run all the businesses in their community, wherever they are, and they they make they sure they have the right politicians and everything to represent them. They have great schools. They don't they they just run their community and they don't allow outsiders to come in and and dictate to them like they do in African-American communities. This is why they have problems with African-Americans because we allow everybody or anybody into our communities to come in, to set up all the businesses, set up the education, set up everything. Haitians don't do that. And this is why they are hated worldwide because they are liberated-minded black people. Alrighty, who do we have, uh, Pierre? We have uh, we have uh, Davy on uh, line four. Davy, yeah, Davy. All right. Good morning, Davy. Oh yeah. How are you, Reverend? Yeah, David from out in San Francisco. David. All yeah. right. Uh-huh. David. Yeah. yeah, that was a great call. That previous one. You know, mm-hmm. it's funny. Do, do I remember right that Haiti was so prosperous? They had so much topsoil. It was so easy to grow sugar and, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, all of these different expensive crops in Haiti mm-hmm. that the value of France and all of its colonies, Haiti was one-third of it. Mm-hmm. And um, and so uh, it's funny that he raised an issue, and I don't know if anybody thought of it. If you did come to the aid of Haiti, you would be coming to the aid of somebody that... You get ostracized just like the Haitians. And he, well, Randy, no, 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 is correct. Far, He's correct. From it, if you come to the aid of them, you would be siding with enormous prosperity. You surely would. And I tell you what, it's a beautiful terrain. You, yeah, you're it, talking it, about they love to go to the uh, uh, Caribbean island, although it, it, it's... It, it, it has this bad reputation, but it's one of the most beautiful places on earth. Well, it's, funny, it's beautiful. After, after the big hurricane, uh, what, two or three years ago, this friend of mine out here who's really big into solar projects, mm-hmm. uh, he contacted. They have every year. There's uh, like a worldwide solar Olympics where mm-hmm. they where they show off the best designs in solar stuff. And that thing was ending uh, just as the hurricane came in. So this guy gets on the phone and he calls up all these universities that sent in, you know, their display models and all this sort of stuff. And they asked him to send them down to Haiti, you know. So now if Haiti is being blasted apart, we could rebuild it. You know, they could rebuild it Mm -hmm. with all of the newest advances in, like, solar technology and architecture. And it could become more than prosperous. It could be, uh, like, a showcase for uh, what can be done in the face of global warming. That's right. uh, uh, But what I was going to call about regarding Texas... 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, uh, you know, September 1st, all those brand new laws hit Texas. Right. Do you, do you remember how many there were? Was it six or... S- well, there were several hundred of them, but it was about six or seven main whammies in there that's, woo. But I'm, I'm telling you. The worst I've ever heard. The total of them was 666. I know, it was a whole lot of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, the whole Antichrist number, mm-hmm. that they actually, the big government in Austin, Texas, decided to dump 666 brand new laws in on September 1st. Mm-hmm. And you remember in law, ignorance of the law is no excuse. That's right. So now every Texan has to learn 666 <laughs> new laws this month, or they're all going to be watching out for whatever they're going to, mm-hmm. pitfall they're going to haul into. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it cracks me up that, that Abbott, you know, thinks that he's a tough guy, when he, in fact he's he's facilitated the the biggest easiest uh, loss uh, for himself by creating 666 brand new laws that every citizen has to learn, and that uh and, oh, and the other thing that he screwed up is has Texas gotten their money back from getting screwed with the electric bills last winter? Well, now now the the. the the, the the governor, the lieutenant governor, you know, other politicians, uh, uh, it seems like they got their pockets lined. Well, I know. Uh, and that's for, for all of this going on with that uh, utilities bill. And, and uh, are we the only state? I know it's about uh, 47 or 48 states that's on that, na- that national utility, but... Texas is one. It seems like it's another one that's not on there, isn't it? Well, they say they. You remember how Juneteenth worked? It was like they the slavery was issued, but it took the federal government to come in months later to let everybody know about it. Mm-hmm. Well, they set up the they set up the Texas electric law the same way, where the federal government couldn't come in mm-hmm. because they they said that uh, no electricity could be sold across state lines. So Oklahoma couldn't come to the rescue. New Mexico, Louisiana couldn't sell electricity to mm-hmm. Texas because if they did, it would be interstate commerce, and then the federal government could investigate any kind of price spikes. Yeah, but they had something on uh, TV there was it about last two weeks or so about didn't certain politicians here in Texas get money? Oh yeah, from. Tons from of it. Yes, no, they, they were saying the, that on TV. Yeah, of the 666 new laws, how many of them do you think uh, deal with conflicts of interest? Well. Because, yeah, Texas has, uh, I heard to. a Jim Hightower, yeah, there was a Jim Hightower piece about how, or was a Texas Observer, they had a, they had a piece about the, uh, uh, that the conflict of interest laws basically don't exist in Texas. Mm-hmm. And that the woman that's the head of the Railroad Commission, you know, she's supposed to be overseeing the electricity. That's a and, powerful, that's a very powerful uh, position, that Railroad, Railroad Commissioner. Yeah, yeah. It, and, it doesn't and, sound like it, but that might be the most powerful position in Texas. Yeah, and she, her husband, I'm trying to think his, if her husband... I know who you're talking about. I'm looking at the woman now. I'm trying to think of her name. 
Yeah, her yeah. husband is either a lobbyist or a, a legislator himself, mm -hmm. and pure conflicts of interest. They they own shares in the very companies that they're supposed to be overseeing, mm -hmm. and there's no laws against it in Texas. And then when you imagine how big Texas is, it's what, the second largest state in the nation, yep. and you've got that much land area that can be milked in a matter of minutes by these con artists. And so, it, it's a double whammy because it's the second largest in land area, but it's also the second largest in population. So there yeah, are a lot yeah. of people yeah, in yeah, Texas, so, about 29 or 30 million people. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Called your, I called your religious show just to remind Texas that 666 new laws got kicked in last uh, yeah. the beginning of the I know month. it's a great number, but they put... They they topped it off with uh, several heinous laws that I thought people would go crazy over. But I'm completely out of time. Yeah, I'm no getting trouble. out of time. Stay but, safe. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your call and comment. All right, coming next is Workers Beat, and we gotta, we're going to have to beat it. So <laughs> thank you all for calling. Thank you for listening. And uh, y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week. And listen to me tomorrow morning, 930. Facebook, Marianne Barnett Sr., tomorrow morning, 9.30 on Facebook. Y'all have a good time. Have an enjoy, church. Bye-bye.